Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So to be honest, I do not know how there is not already a podcast about this on this platform, but it is such a good topic. We need to talk about it. We need to discuss this. So now is the time to do that. This is a topic that came up in my small group call last week. So I was on Zoom with all of the girls that are in my 10-week Evolve program, and the week happened to be on mindset, on habits, and routines. And this is a really important part of the process. This call actually goes pretty deep. It's not just like the fluff. It's like, let's talk about the deeper stuff that we really struggle with. And we were specifically talking about our morning and our nighttime routines being our superpower, sort of the structure for the day. It's really the success sandwich. If, if you're having a morning and a nighttime routine that feels stressful, chaotic, off, you're not putting yourself first, you're scrolling, numbing, all of the things, you're way less likely to be more successful throughout the day. So one of the girls on there said, Katie, I'm really, really trying to shift my night routine, but my partner isn't on board and that is making it so much more difficult, right? It's like they want to watch TV at night, so I watch TV with them. They're scrolling at night. They have their phone in bed, so I'm scrolling at night. And it's just really, really hard to change my habits when my partner isn't on board. Do you have any advice for that? And I was like, absolutely, I do. Like, let's 100% talk about it because it is a hard thing when your partner isn't on board with your lifestyle changes. How many that are listening can 100% relate to this? It's frustrating when you're trying to make these changes, you're trying to have, you're, you have this growth-based mindset and your partner doesn't or doesn't feel supportive and you so badly want them to be healthy and you want them to be happy and it would make your life so much easier if they would just get on board but they're not. And it causes a lot of tension. You're making changes to have a better diet. Maybe they're ordering carryout or ordering pizza and being like, you can eat whatever you want. You know, I work mostly with women. So a lot of our partners are men and men just don't seem to have the care and concern about diet and nutrition and weight and all the things that we do. For them, it's very data-based. They're not as in tune with their bodies and feelings and, and all of that. So getting them on board with nutrition changes, with habits and routines, unless it's very ingrained in them, can be really difficult. And it can make things very difficult but I'm telling you, it's not impossible. It's not impossible to reach your goals with a partner that doesn't have the same goals as you. 
You're talking to a girl that's been in relationships with every aspect. Okay, my um, ex that I was married to, health wasn't super, super important to him. Working out wasn't important to him. He never, ever made it a priority. And that was really frustrating for me. And I've learned a lot since that relationship on how to handle those situations. Part of me wishes I would have handled it differently back then, but you live and you learn. At the end of the day, It is not our job to tell them what to do. It's our job to show them what to do. And even more importantly, we are in charge of our own health and our happiness. Nobody else is in charge of that. And just because it's not important to them doesn't mean it can't still be important to you and doesn't mean you can't make it a priority. Again, it makes it more difficult, but It's your job to be in charge of your health and happiness. If things are important to you, then that means setting boundaries for yourself. That means having harder conversations. That means communicating and showing what is most important to you. Because at the end of the day, we're we're typically so concerned about what other people are doing and how they're not supporting us that to be honest, we're really blaming them for an excuse that we're making for ourselves. And let that sink in because I'm probably calling a lot of you out really hard. Just because they're sitting on the couch at night doesn't mean you have to. If working out is important to you, if building lean muscle is important to you, if having meals prepped for the next day is important to you, it's not up to them to do that. That is up to you to do that. But that also means you have to set the right expectations and the right boundaries in your relationship. You have to say, look, this is how it's going to go from now on. I know on Sunday nights, we usually have our big cheat meals and eat whatever we want because we're starting again on Monday. And that isn't important to me anymore. That doesn't feel good anymore. I want to go into my week with momentum. Hey, I know we usually come home from work and do this, but like maybe, maybe we could do something together. Or if they're not on board with that, then maybe... You just say, hey, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when I come home from work, those are going to be the days that I go work out. So I won't be, you know, binge watching Netflix with you. But why don't we make like Tuesdays and Thursdays the nights that we do that? It doesn't always have to be this hard line boundary. But the problem with boundaries is we always set them when we're frustrated. And when you set boundaries, when you're already frustrated with somebody or when you're blaming them for something, I'm just going to name it. They can come across really bitchy. They can. I've been there before. I've set those boundaries. And boundaries are there to create a better relationship, not to create a worse off relationship. So making sure you're setting those right boundaries. Having the conversations, communicating them, communicating to them. And here's, I think, one of the most important things is showing them what's most important to you. Two things are going to happen. One, they're going to support you. They're going to let you do your thing and they're not involved in it and you're going to have to be okay with that. You're going to have to be okay with that or you guys are going to have to have a conversation uh, otherwise on why you're not okay with that, right? Sometimes you're just dating a person that's really different than you or you're married to a person that's really different than you and that is just how it is. And you either have to accept that that is your relationship and really be accepting of who they are as a person and that they're different, or you decide maybe your life needs to take a different shift, right? That is 100% for you to decide. But the second thing that can happen, and what I actually find happens most of the time when we're open and honest, when we're really supportive, when we're showing them how this is feeling in our life, is they want to be a part of it. 
You see, nobody ever wants to be a part of something when you're making them do something. But everybody wants to be a part of somebody's success story. And everybody wants to feel included. And if you tell them what is important to you and you start showing them without forcing them, without negativity behind it, without resentment behind it, you just start including them. Maybe cook them a new meal. Maybe say, I want to cook a dinner together and you guys go get the stuff and you cook a dinner on the weekends together. Maybe you include them in a new activity or you say, hey, you know what? Saturday morning is our date morning. We're going to go to a new coffee shop and then we're going to go on a hike or take a new walk we never have before. Get them out and about, right? It doesn't always have to be about you have to do this and you have to lose weight and you need to be healthier. People don't want to be a part of that. That doesn't make them feel included. Maybe... Do something that gets them out of your comfort zone where you guys can learn together and grow together. The guy I'm dating, I've been thinking about different things that I want to do with him. And one of the things is in Denver, there's like tons of these gyms and rock climbing places. And I want to try rock climbing and I want to sort of bring him along on the journey. And he's super open-minded, so I'm very lucky for that. But it doesn't have to be rock climbing. But what I'm saying is make them feel included. This can be a really fun thing that brings a lot of growth and support to your relationship where you grow together. But that might mean in the beginning you're doing it on your own and you're just showing them and you're leading this way. But bring them along for the journey. And if they're not interested in that at all, then the last thing is find support elsewhere. Find a gym or some group fitness classes that make you feel really supported. Hire a coach. If you're having trouble keeping yourself accountable, it's not your partner's job to keep you accountable. It would be more helpful, yes. But if you need extra support, if you need extra accountability, find a small group coaching program. Find a coach that's going to give you that support. Find friends that are going to give you that support. When I was going through the hardest times in my journey, I had so many conversations with friends around diets and weight loss, but I just wanted somebody to have a conversation that was like, hey, let's keep each other accountable on really, really healthy habits. Reach out to somebody that you're comfortable with. We have all of these avenues we can go, but we usually end up going with the excuses, the frustration, and the resentment, and that really just takes us nowhere. So this is your sign to pivot, to bring them along on the journey with you to communicate, to show them what's most important of you. And remember, at the end of the day, you are in charge of your own health and happiness. And if you don't feel that right now, it's up to you to change that. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.